Welcome everybody to Disney World A to Z. This is the podcast for all things Walt Disney World from A to Z. We'll take you through the magic alphabetically. I'm your host, Emma. I have my brother, Athos, with me here today. Hello. You have to get up close to the mic. Hey, can you hear me? How's it going? <laughs> we only have one mic, guys, so if there are any audio issues, I apologize in advance. It's been a while since the last episode. The schedule of the podcast at the moment is going to be more sporadic, but I love chatting Disney with you guys, so whenever I can, I'm going to hop in here with a new episode, and today we're going to talk about Epcot's Flower and Garden Festival. This happens at Epcot every spring this year. It is running March 6th through June 3rd. They have all sorts of fun stuff, beautiful topiaries, concerts, delicious foods. So we're going to tell you about some of our favorites. I brought up some of the Flower and Garden uh, website stuff, and we are going to chat you through some of Let's the new things. Let's discuss. Do they have any new butterfly species? Always wondering about those. <laughs> wow, I, that actually is not on any of the guides that I looked up. <laughs> That's all I care about. You do. You loved the butterfly room last time. What were some of your favorite butterfly species? Give them a little scavenger hunt. Here's the Athos scavenger hunt in the butterfly room of butterflies to find. Well, I know there was a um, there was a red emperor there. It it appeared in a chambers book, which is why I was excited to see the red emperor. Exactly. I didn't actually end up finding one. I don't think. However. I think they also said they had a queen, which is a um, mm. part of this um, species group, including most famously the uh, monarch butterfly. But there's two others that, you know, if I was one to collect butterflies, I would want all three of them. Because there's the monarch <laughs> butterfly, and then there's the queen, and then there's the, um, what is the word? Can we Google it? It's not the bishop or something. It's oh, like that a, sounds familiar, actually. It's like a... It's it's another word that sounds sort of imperial and powerful, you know. Mm. Viceroy, that's what ah, it's called. That's there's a the good viceroy, one. there's the monarch and the queen, and all together wow. they all have that cool monarch patterning on them. The uh, the eight plus to whoever named those. I know it's cool naming. The viceroy is actually a mimic of the monarch. Monarchs are poisonous. Viceroys are not. And you can actually tell them apart because on their back wings, there's a little uh, horizontal stripe on viceroys. That's not there on the monarchs. There's only that cool stained glass window patterning. And then the queens actually look pretty wildly different from a monarch. They just have, like, the back wings of a monarch, and that's how you recognize them. But, yeah, so be on a lookout for the whole monarch family at there Epcot. See if you can spot them all. Collect them all. It's like Pokemon. A little it's good bit. stuff. I like to get boomerangs in the butterfly room. That's always fun. It's just, it's pretty, yeah, when they flutter back and forth. And sometimes people get photos of, like, the butterfly perched on their finger. I think that doesn't really happen. I stood there hoping it would happen to me last uh, time. but you sugar water on your finger or something? No. Should I have brought some? I should have brought some. Because they can can smell it. They'll just flock to you. I don't know if they'll all flock, but if one (laughs) lands on it, they'll stay there. Butterfly stampede. (laughs) (laughs) Instead of having one perched, you'll have, like, 30 surrounding your whole hand. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my gosh. That would be an amazing Instagram photo. Oh, that'd be pretty good. You guys didn't even know you were going to learn this much about butterflies Exactly. Today. Thank you for joining us on the Epcot Butterfly Festival. Podcast. Butterfly <laughs> Festival. Exactly. <laughs> butterfly, food and wine and butterflies is this festival. And maybe flowers and gardens. You know, flower and garden, they're there, too. So should we uh, go through the topiaries? Those are fun. Yeah. What are some of your favorite topiaries? Because they, the, they bring out a lot of them mm-hmm. every year. In usually pretty similar spots, pretty much the same spots. This year, the new ones are Bo Peep. I guess they always had Woody and Buzz, 
But Bo Peep is now here. She's very pretty. And they also have uh, be Kermit in, in a, a major movie. Yeah. place that's probably um, And Kermit is appearing. And well. Miss Piggy, I think. Oh, there you go. Yeah, I don't think. Brand new ones. I, yeah, I don't, I don't think... remember ever seeing Kermit. Dude, we can't talk over each other. Oh, okay. I'm just saying, Kermit <laughs> is a really good idea for a topiary, isn't it? Kermit? He's green. This is Come true. on. What more can you ask for from a topiary figure? Yeah. You don't even you have to You won't even pay... be able to tell that he's a topiary. No, Miss Piggy. We should just talk over each <laughs> I try so hard, and Athos undermines me all the time. See, doesn't it? Like, it, it makes you feel like you're really here with us, though. You know, like, because we talk over each other in real life, so it's it's just like you're here. Oh, yeah, they love it. Exactly. Not. It's an immersive podcast experience. Um, yeah, I like, though, Tinkerbell and Peter Pan. When Tinkerbell had a movie, they gave her, like, so many more topiaries because all of her, you know, fairy friends from the movie had topiaries, and they, like, gave her, like, a little garden, and all of her friends were there, and now usually they just put her along with Peter Pan and, like, Captain Hook, which kind of makes Everyone me sad. Everyone has forgotten about the disney fairies movies they needed those were actually really good the tinkerbell movies like they the were the last one ended on a cliffhanger i actually don't know <laughs> i don't think it there was a pirate one i'm not sure we i even watched the pirate one they were they were surprisingly good though for i think they were like direct to dvd direct yeah. to yeah um but the princesses are all there Belle and the beast are... didn't they have um phineas and ferb a while ago you're right i wonder if they bring them out because phineas and ferb are kind of yeah, passe falling off yeah. the another another great series that they go. should continue you know what i bet you anything they'll reboot it in like 10 years or so you're right they'll just be like put new people in charge of it and they'll be like oh here's the new adventures they'll totally do it because isn't kim possible doing kim possible they... got a live action movie i think it already what? came out we... so there's gonna be a live action phineas and ferb movie in a few <laughs> years <laughs> no topiary topiary what's your favorite um well uh, I think there was a Stitch one that I was a big fan of. Stitch is good. Figment. Gotta love Figment. You know? I was being ironic there, but then Lots it just occurred to me. Figment. Exactly. That's the truth that occurred to me. And I was like, well, I probably shouldn't meme, no, on, no figment. <laughs> meme on Figment too much because maybe people like him. I mean, I don't dislike him a lot, but he's just sort of like, he seems sort of like a Jar Jar Binks type character oh. of Epcot. You know, of, mm. a, a little bit too goofy for my taste, but I, he's still all right. It's okay. Wow, there's a Spike the Bee topiary. He's another character Who is Spike that the Bee? You, you wouldn't recognize him if you saw him. He's in some of those old one. Disney cartoons. Oh, with does he have sort of a humanish face and yeah. then he's a bee? Yeah. I think there might be a. In fact, I've seen a couple new PhotoPass magic shots. Um, one of them involving oddly, the bee. One of them involves the bee. One of them, it's like they Photoshop a Mickey topiary in next to you, but it's a little odd because there's a real you're Mickey walking around right and there. Behind you. <laughs> exactly. There's so many real ones. Why are you photoshopping one in? You don't need to. <laughs> so this isn't a topiary, but this is merch. There is a purple. What am I saying? Violet lemonade merch because the violet lemonade. Wow, it's become so iconic. Such a it's cult graduated iconic. To a merch status yes it has uh ears oh violet my lemonade gosh. Ears, so are those ears purple? supposed to be like you looking down on the cup are the ears oh. is that the visual effect uh, they're a going little for bit. There? although the ears have like lemon slices and flower petals and they are purple and sparkly which there is no lemon slice in the cup there is like a little edible flower though so maybe it doesn't look like that when you look at the cup. i like how th- sort of niche this merchandise has sort of become because mm. it's like if Purple you were, wall like, merch, yeah. any Mickey ears, people would immediately be like, oh, they're Mickey ears, Disney World. But 
a violet lemonade pair of Mickey ears, only Epcot people would have any idea what you're talking well, about. They... And not even all Epcot people, mm-hmm. you know? They've finally caught on to the uh, Etsy. They're finally giving the Etsy shops a run for their money. I feel like they're doing mm-hmm. more and more interesting Custom mini Mickey ears. ears. Yeah. Um, really fun. Yeah. 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 Have you, You've had the Violet Lemonade, haven't you? I love that. Yeah, it was pretty good. We That's might as well move into food now. I wonder if they'll, you know what? I wonder if they'll try to branch off. I mean, wait, I haven't looked at the menu for this one yet, but maybe they'll try to do, you know, a Violet Lemonade. Snow cone or something, you know, like try to capitalize on it even more. I mean, that seems like the sort of thing Disney would do. A purple wall slush or whatever, purple wall (laughs) shake. They did, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So the frozen dessert violet lemonade, non-alcoholic, is four twenty-five. They do have a Playa Linda Brewing Company violet lemonade ale for four fifty. Wow, only twenty-five cents for the alcohol. Yeah, although actually, is that. I'm not sure if that's the same because the violet lemonade is like kind of like a icy it's frozen. frozen. Yeah, it doesn't say that that one is frozen, yeah. so it might not be frozen. It's such a lovely flavor, though, and it's very like fruity and refreshing. Doesn't it's, it have a violet on top of it? It's yeah, some there kind of go. flower. Yeah, mm-hmm. but it is not at all floral tasting. I feel like that's important to say because it doesn't I've, taste like air freshener or soap. There exactly. You go. Like, whenever there's rose lemonade or something like that, I'm like, oh, that sounds so elegant. I bet I'd like it. And then I'd try it. No. Soap. Soap. Oh, dear. Lavender. You know what? Is that why they call this violet instead of lavender? Because lavender, like, lattes oh, are a thing. Because lavender try them, is like the, um, and they taste that's always like the detergent um, scent is always lavender. Although but, I had a lavender scone that one time. And oh, that did was you like good. it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, but yeah, so that is one of our favorites. It's so good. You should definitely get it. That's at the Pineapple Promenade, which is right to your right as you're entering World Showcase. It is. Did they go for the alliteration on every... uh... No. No, it doesn't look Look, like they did. Jardin de Fiestas. taste. They should have kept it along. The Honey Bistro doesn't have alliteration, but that's one of our favorites. Oh, yeah, they got uh, our mead. I'm so glad they brought it back this year because I think it was new last year. Was and it on the chopping block? Well, they don't always bring back. Sometimes the new mm. stuff, it's like, oh, let's try it out. But oh my gosh, guys. So our, what was your favorite our thing? intensive mead, uh, mead imbibing. Honey wine. Kept them in business for another year. <laughs> we only got two and they were on separate days. So <laughs> it was, see, it, this was so good, this booth last year that the second day we had to go back and get things again. So the honey peach cobbler freeze, I think, gives the violet lemonade a rum for its money. It, although it's very different in flavor, because of course it's yeah, like peachy, it was, it seemed, honey. It was, well, did it seem thicker? I'm trying to remember. Yeah, that a little one, bit of something. like a warmer, kind of creamier flavor. Sweeter, yeah, creamier. That's whereas the, the other was more like fruity and and yeah, refreshing, lighter. Mm-hmm. But both, both were so very good. good. So this also comes. This one definitely comes non-alcoholic, and then there's a version with blueberry vodka. We did try the version with blueberry vodka. I honestly we didn't also think tried it added that a lot. Honey tandoori chicken flatbread, didn't we? Oh, it was so good. I I was too afraid of the sour cream because generally I don't like. But now reading that it was made with clover honey, I totally should have tried it. What did you think? Yes, of it? I loved it. So the Athos is talking about the honey tandoori chicken flatbread with white cheddar cheese, charred ve- charred vegetables, clover honey sour cream, and micro citrus greens. Doesn't that Very sound tiny. fancy? Um, for five fifty, and yeah, it was a nice portion, delicious. We also, didn't we try another one? Oh, oh, the cheesecake. Mm. Local wildflower. Oh, yes. That one had a, honey the mascarpone was, uh, really good cheesecake. on that one, I think. Yeah. 
orange blossom honey ice cream garnished with fennel pollen meringue kisses and petite lavender shoots that's pretty good i love the descriptions of all these foods because they're just so extra it's Mm -hmm. so fantastic but yeah hit up the honey bistro 100 percent for sure do you, what what other booths are our favorite? Those are the well, two we went that, to that come. One, to I mind. remember I tried out the Impossible Burger at the one, which oh, was very wait a minute though. One. I think that Did was that food and wine. Down? No, oh, no. That was food and wine. You get confused oh, because right. they're different. Because they're pretty much the same, no, but they're... they're oh so different. So don't mix them up. <laughs> <laughs> Ever. <Well, laughs> no, the I think what confuses you is that the booth, the physical little houses they're in, are the same. But I think the menus are generally different. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm sure they are. I guess I just think of like, oh, delicious food all over Epcot, you know? Yeah. So to me, I do treat them pretty much as one <laughs> entity. One has the butterflies, though, as yes. we spoke of, and, and the other doesn't. And so. Flower and Garden has Violet Lemonade, food and wine. I'm surprised well, it doesn't have anything over. quite as iconic as that I can think yeah. of. I mean, it has lots you know of what? delicious it had things. had that incredible duck no noki what was it again duck no there was some oh, sort of duck thing that i desperately right. wanted oh, and, and we, we ended it. up getting it at the very end it was pretty good yeah it was I think that was in france mm. everyone said it was going to be bad and then it was good so take that to heart audience if you feel something is going to be good just go for it <laughs> don't listen to emma <laughs> hey. the duck is pretty good <laughs> so i mean uh if if you're not familiar, Food and Wine Festival at Epcot is in the fall, and then Flower and Garden Festival is in the spring. So, um, yeah, there's a festival going, I mean, I mean, not quite nonstop. In the summer, they don't have a festival because they don't really need one. They have yeah. so many crowds already that, oh my gosh, can you imagine, like, summer tour groups and, and then add in? And desperately trying to come to the festival as well. Well, you know what? I wouldn't put it past them. You know? <laughs> <laughs> oh, they can make the extra money. There you go. The one um, kind of disappointing thing about the festivals is that I still don't feel like they've quite mastered seating because there is often like those high tables that you can stand at. Um, yeah. And there are a couple spots with where they add outdoor seating. It's kind of tough because I don't think the area is, you know, intended Conducive for, to, for mm-hmm. a little seated eating area. And they sort of, you know... Like the area when it was built was mainly just meant to be a walkway, and then they this sort of in in and then they put in all these little food places, and suddenly people need somewhere to sit and eat. But uh, but yeah, so it is kind of a tough tough yeah. situation for them. I don't know what I would do in that situation. What I would do so is try widening. Oh, that'd be expensive that to widen your walkway. Oh my goodness. Um, I think that what you can do is plan to kind of grab your um your things and then maybe meet like the rest of your group if you kind of divide up and everyone goes to the booth they want to hopefully they're not too far away but like uh the america pavilion that's indoors so it has air conditioning and then also you can get tap water for free at the counter um interesting to note you cannot get free tap water at the booths you you can only buy Mm. bottled water because they don't have like the soda fountain exactly which like the counter service do have soda fountains Mm. Um, but yeah, or if you're near Future World, like um, Electric Umbrella. But yeah, if you can try to plan, although you can't always, um, and you might luck out, luck out and get like a, a high top table or even a table to sit at. But mm-hmm. just good to kind of know in advance. You might you might be eating the and walking. Situation. It's yeah. possible. So speaking of duck, the France um, station at full f- 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 flower food and food and garden flower <laughs> and wine. <laughs> Flood and garden. <laughs> at flower and garden. Flood and gine. <laughs> <laughs> it's called Fleur de Lis. And look at this. What do you see here? 
Oh no, not that one. This one. Vichy Oh no. Canard confit. A la Provenzale. Oh, oh no, it's not quite the same. This is a duck confit. Braised duck same. confit with tomatoes and olives on polenta. Yeah, the one that I had, I think, was... Um, it was straight up there duck. mashed potatoes as well? I think I think yeah. it had mashed potatoes and, and gravy as well. Maybe? See, I'm trying to remember if it was gnocchi that was with it mm. or if it was mashed potatoes. I and can't. I think it might have been... I have no idea. I just don't yeah. know. It was really good, though. Yeah. So if you see that, I've seen pictures of this macaron au chocolat en sucette, a large chocolate macaron lollipop bold maneuver it's super cute 5.25 see i think this is why i didn't get it last time because it was kind of pricey for just a lollipop it's for the gram yes um oh so athos hasn't even seen this yet athos it's time to look up that video i told you about so china pavilion this is new this year i don't think i've ever seen this before they have a epic cotton candy lotus flower what is it called exactly chinese cotton candy well, yeah mm, yes. i have to look up the official thing but you have you guys should definitely go on youtube or i actually first saw it on someone's insta story look at a video of them making it because it is extraordinary it's like multiple layers when i first saw a photo of this thing i thought that's not cotton candy that's got to be something else i think they have like a um a fan blowing on it to make sure that they can shape it properly it's and it's like five different colors you guys have to look up a picture of this look at that look at it making it the layers starting to show up i know and then it's so cool the way they shape it let me look up how much it costs because because it's like enormous it is as big it looks like it's already it's only two layers too it's already (laughs) pretty darn big yeah it's um it's as big as your head if not larger it's got to be at least 10 bucks wouldn't you think yeah. Although, would it see talk I about the gram? This thing, yeah. at least might be twenty. <laughs> I mean, obviously, exactly. Yeah, it's not at all. <laughs> Five layer cotton candy treat. Oh yeah, <laughs> look at this. Good Morning America has a thing. Disney's new five layer cotton candy is making Instagram dreams come true. <laughs> there you go. Come on, Good Morning oh America. Gosh, Tell huge. me the price, man. Wow, they just have a whole bunch of Instagram Decadent. guys. How much does it cost? Let's get practical. Just when you think I he's like done, no he one puts will on tell another I, layer. <laughs> no, just when you think he's finished. Nope. Now for the green. This It's beautiful. It, it is incredibly beautiful. Okay, yeah. Disney food blogs. Surely these guys mm. will tell me how much it actually costs. Oh, wow, look at this. There are, oh my gosh, different There's shapes. varieties. Okay, so looks like 7 to 12, oh, 7 to $15. So it looks like the fanciest five-layered spring fantasy one is 15 But there's the a two-layered sweetheart that seven, is one really called Omega? No, no, that's what the, <laughs> that's what the five-layer is. Oh, wow, it's sorted by layer. Yeah, <laughs> there's a two-layered butterfly dream for $8. Actually, they all look beautiful. Mm-hmm. This is so cool. I didn't even know there were multiple um, shapes. This yeah. is an amazing addition, I think. It really it's fun is. when they bring something new that you're like, wow, that really like is n- yes, a new a iconic thing. Iconic I'm sure they'll addition. bring it back. Yeah. Yeah, oh, gosh. This, it's in that. How would that you even eat that? Yeah, is, I know. I, there's no way you can finish all that. This is I like, can barely finish like one thing of cotton candy. <laughs> it's so sickly sweet, you know? Like that's like an umbrella. It's huge. <laughs> it's an umbrella. You can protect yourself from the sun with it. <laughs> that's crazy. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. This Look is like thing. the kitchen sink of cotton candy. Yep, it's crazy. Should we read through the new menus? Here's the yeah, citrus here's blossom. The citrus. What what can we get at the citrus blossom? Tell us about the citrus. So, 
Ah, well, we're starting off with a lobster tail with Meyer lemon emulsion, which I've recently learned is just puree, right? Isn't that what you told me? Emulsion. Yeah. (laughs) Emulsion sounds a lot fancier. And grilled lemon. So, I don't know, I like lobster tail. Uh, Throw some lemon on that. Isn't that already what people eat with lobster? So, good call on you, Citrus Blossom, for knowing (laughs) how to implement your citrus. (laughs) Into your uh, into your food. Next up, we got tuna tataki. I don't, I'm not sure what a tataki is, but it's got tuna in it. It's this has an amazing sounding sort of uh, ensemble of ingredients: spicy yuzu glaze, mango, avocado, and papadam crisp. Sounds delicious. What is it, papadam? I'll try it. I couldn't tell. I'll try it. <laughs> <laughs> then they have crispy citrus chicken with orange aioli and baby greens. Sounds good. Citrus shortcake, orange chiffon cake. That sounds nice. Wow, which it? one in the picture for it? It shows something with orange blossom I think mixed that's... into the oh, uh, wow. garnish. That's a fun cool. addition. Yeah. I think it's probably the crispy citrus chicken, is my mm. guess. Yeah, it looks like it probably is. Oh, they have an orange cream slushy and a souvenir orange bird zipper cup. This is the other that's big thing, big new thing that I've seen. Is the orange bird it's, zipper he's cup? He's pretty cute. When they do a sipper cup and they do it right, they, like, really do it right. Like, they had a BB-8 sipper cup that was really done well. Like, it it just really worked. And this one from the photos looks super cute. Bring it up. I want to see it. Does it have a... <laughs> you, like, can see he's, like, sitting down. Oh, yep. Yeah, there you go. Isn't that cute? How much is he? He'll put you back $34. <laughs> That's not true. <laughs> $14, it looks like. <laughs> <laughs> Where you even get that's them? how they get you fourteen dollars for that uh for the orange bird zipper cup orange bird does seem like a strange phenomenon to me in that it well it's florida well no it's a disney character isn't it it, it right, was created but... for that um the aloha no aloha isle what's the name of that snack area or was it originally with the i thought it was when disney world opened in florida Florida yes, oranges. that's what I thought it was too. It's an orange. But it was created by Disney though, correct? Yeah. But then like it seemed to be not, you know, it's not like there was a lot of Orange Bird merchandise until maybe three years ago. However, the character is at least, you know, 25 years old or so. Yeah. So, um, I don't know. It just seems odd to me that it... Uh, he just had a resurgence. He just, exactly. His He's resurgence retro. was sudden and um, unexpected. Yeah. Was, and it's not like he was famous back in the day, I don't think, well, either. You I, know, like, he's, he's, I think he had the same relatively, you know, un, slightly, for, you know, for Disney characters talking, you know, yeah. fairly low level popularity until very recently, and it's just been an upsurgence. And I mean, I don't think that's a bad thing. I like his design. It does kind of weird me out that his head is an orange a little bit. Oh, but um, look at this. Sorry, we're, yeah. I pulled up the Disney wiki page, and it says he was created in 1970 as a mascot for the Florida Citrus Commission in exchange for them sponsoring the Tiki Room. Wow. But then in 1987, Disney and the Florida Citrus Commission severed ties. Ooh. So maybe that's why he kind of faded. Eventually, the bird would fade into obscurity. 2012, he made a proper return to Sunshine In Tokyo Tree. Disneyland. In 2004, he made an appearance. Wow, so he really has just been popping in and out. What a yeah. what a strange character. <laughs> the elusive orange bird. The elusive orange bird. How long until they do an orange bird meet and greet? Hmm. Actually, I'm kind of surprised they haven't done anything like that, have they? crazy. Speaking of meet and greets, so I think, gosh, was this last year already? I saw this video where they were doing a, like, promo for Flower and Garden, and it was, like, a Mickey and Minnie, like, meet and greet, like, you know, that, that you could, they moved, like, like an actual character greet. Um, and, but they were 
topiaries. And no way. It was so a cool. Topiary meet and greet. But, but the problem is, it was just for the commercial. Oh, Isn't that's that so too sad. bad though? Like, why would yeah, you? Yeah, that's a, you make this awesome suit. Yes. Absolutely, yeah. In fact, I think there might have been other because I think the idea in the commercial was that like after dark the topiaries would move. So like first you would mm-hmm. see them frozen and then they would start moving. So it, they might have even done it for like other. I don't know if it was Beauty and the Beast or like other characters that they like had moves. Yeah. But it was cool because they didn't just do it digitally. They seemed to actually make the actual. They couldn't think of a autograph for them. So they, <gasps> I they wouldn't have minded skipping the autograph. <laughs> I think that would be so cool. To... So what else is another new one? Uh, it looks the like... Flavorful Kitchen hosted by Advent Health. <laughs> Sounds healthy. We're not sponsored. We don't need to read oh, yeah. that. Well, I did. So. <laughs> <laughs> so, wow, they have citrus poached salmon. Healthy. I actually love beets. Really? Yeah. They're mm. so good. I don't know if I've ever had them. I find them... They're very odd and like very brightly very colored, odd. but I've always loved beets. Cashew yeah. cheese. Wow. What? Micro herbs. Lemon oil dressing. So they have a little salad. Mickey, Mickey tart. tart. Peanut With butter mousse. With boba pearls. People and, like those. And strawberry jam. So there like a PB&J kind of deal. Oh, yeah. That's exactly what they're going for, isn't it? Arbor at the Gardener's Terrace. That's new. Fried green tomatoes. Smoked salmon stack with avocados, mixed berry buttermilk cake. That sounds mm. fun. Apple cider sorbet. Yeah, most of the things are like between probably four and like six ish dollars. Yeah, at the, generally that at seems the to be the trend. Yes. I don't know. I'm not actually seeing anything that really pops out to me as like oh, this. I really seared want. Scallops. scallops. We've gotten that. Yeah, we have. at Northern Bloom. I'm a big fan of scallops. Big scallop guy. <laughs> um. Yeah, I don't know. The, I would be interested in the orange cream slushy. I that wonder if that's good. on par with the honey peach and the violet lemonade. Go. Is this could this Appearing be the triumvirate the slushy lineup? Yes, of flower and garden drinks. That would actually be super. Oh my gosh! I don't. We don't have a trip planned right now. How crazy Tragic. is that? So I don't know if we'll actually be getting there during flower and garden this year. But oh my gosh! I now wish I could like go buy all three, and that would be such a pretty picture. The like peach having the lineup and the all together and the violets. That'd be great. All right. Is there anything else, uh, Athos? Any questions? Any last no. thoughts on flower and garden? Nobody thinks anything. <laughs> Out there, you guys. Yeah. We'll Any throw questions? It to you. Comments. This, this isn't anyway, a like, live YouTube video. This job. isn't how podcasting Good works. job, everybody. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Good stuff. Yes. Lots of fun things at Flower and Garden. Hope you guys enjoyed this episode. You can follow the podcast on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, Disney World A to Z. You know what I can do? I will link uh, my video from last year's Flower and Garden Festival in the uh, this podcast description. If you're not following me on YouTube yet, I'm Bookish Princess. I'm also Bookish Princess on Instagram and other places. But um, yeah, I'll put that in the in the description because our Honey Bistro stuff is in that vlog um, and lots of the fun stuff from last year. And a lot of things repeat. I, th- I would say most things repeat from year to year. <laughs> Thank you guys for listening, and we will talk to you again later. Yeah, thanks, guys. Have a magical day.